Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're feeling good. I uh, have to be honest, I might be a little quiet spoken here. I'm coming down with a little bit of a winter cold. It's odd here in Arizona. It's actually been cold. And so we've been having to do things like turn the heater on, which is freaking bonkers. But say la vie is what it is, right? Can't let something like a stupid cold keep me down. Got to keep going. You know, there are no days off in being a dad. So I, I wanted to share an experience I had just the other night. It's uh, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas season. And so we're all decorated. And there was an ornament, like a an old school uh, bulb, like a ball ornament, you know, like like the glass plasticky, you know, like perfectly round balls. It's an ornament, right? Normal ornament. My youngest had it and she thought it was very pretty. And so she was, she was carrying it around and dancing with it. And I was like, babe, be very careful. Don't drop it. It's glass. It will basically explode. She's like, okay, I promise I'll be very careful. So I let her go. Cause you got to let them go. You can't put them in a bubble. You can't control everything in their lives. They have to do these things. And if it breaks, it breaks. I wasn't that concerned about it at all, but she continued to go on and play with it, and then, as you know, fully expected, I hear the crash, and it's exploded all over the ground. And so what I thought was that she dropped it, and I was like, babe, doggone it. I look around, and she's got handfuls of glass. And so what she had done, she didn't drop it. She had actually like squeezed it too hard not realizing how, like how fragile those things are like you know that sound like us millennials and older know the sound of like a c9 popping or an ornament shattering like that little that pop shatter sound is terrifying because we all know little bits of glass are going everywhere and they're going to be in your hands and your feet and it's awful like this the scene in home alone when marv steps through the window and steps onto the ornaments and C9s and they pop. And I'm just like, it's trauma. It's triggering for me because I know that that dude's feet are just shredded and bloody with glass. Like I, oh God. Anyway, so I look over and she's just got a hands full of like the little shards. And I was like, stop, stop. I'm like yelling, stop. And, and she gets like, she's embarrassed because she had done something wrong. Like she knew she wasn't supposed to break it. And so what she does is she, she goes to dump the glass, but then instead of just like dropping it on the, she goes to like brush her, brush her hands off with the glass. And I just like, I don't know, like she's too far away. There's a pile of glass in between us. And all I can do is just scream, stop, stop don't move stop and luckily like i my wife came up from behind her and was able to like actually get her to stop physically doing stuff because she turned away like she was embarrassed like she was getting in trouble but what she wasn't realizing that i was trying to get her to not 
brush her hands together because what she would do is just rub shards of glass into her palm. And luckily, uh, luckily she got just like one little tiny cut. Like I could see, like when I checked her hands, when I finally got to her, there was just like a little bit of blood, like nothing crazy. Like I was fully expecting her to like brush her hands and just like open that skin up. But she made it out relatively unharmed. She had a Band-Aid, you know, magic Band-Aid made her feel better. We're doing okay. So it was one of those things where it could have been much worse than it really was. And as I started reflecting on it a little bit more, I'm like, why? Why when I say something like stop, do they keep going? Do they do they do other things? Like why does nobody listen to the things that I'm saying to them? Like do they not realize that I'm on their team, that I'm trying to help them? And like I I find myself pleading with them regularly, like please just Listen to the things that I say to you, because like if you listen to me, like you will leapfrog way ahead of where you are. Like you will be so much farther in life if you can learn what I've learned and then go farther. But they refuse. It's like I speak on a different wavelength sometimes. Like we've laughed where I'll talk and the girls won't even register my voice. So I was just in there thinking, I'm like, what on earth happened there that she would not stop when I'm literally yelling, stop. And the only thing that I could come up with, and if somebody's got something better, please, you know, reach out on Instagram, let me know, love to have a conversation on it, hear about, hear your thoughts on this. But the only thing I could think is that, like, I've yelled at her too much. And so she has basically become desensitized to yelling, if that makes sense. So my youngest is my um, my strong-willed child, right? So she's, she's all energy. She's all out and very stubborn, very, you know, she and I butt heads a lot, right? If, if she could be uh, head of the household, she would instantly take that role, even though she knows nothing about, you know, being head of a household. She doesn't care. She just wants to be in charge. So we've had our our bouts, you know, she does things her own way. She does things regardless of what you say. Like she's gonna do it her way. That's her. That's that strong will. I was gonna say stubborn because she is stubborn, stubborn as a mule. But it's really a strong will, like, it, which is a good thing. And you know, we've known this from her preschool days. She, we took her to ASU, and she did preschool there. And they did it was in their psychology department, so they did like different tests, and they were like, "Look, your girl is smart." And she's strong and she does what she wants to do. She's like, that's a great trait because that means nobody in life is going to take advantage of her. And, you know, the only thing that's going to happen to her is the things that she accepts. And I was like, yeah, that's that's hugely important, especially for our girls, right? But what that has led to is her doing things her way regardless if it's her dad trying to help her or some bully on the playground trying to take her lunch money, right? It's all the same to her. And so she's wanting to do things her way. And, and, you know, there for the longest time, like she wouldn't respond. And so like, I, I would just physically pick her up and remove her. Like I would just hands on both arms, lift her, set her in her timeout chair, you know, things like that. 
and she really hated it. She hated being manhandled because it just, it was so, it just removed all of our power and, and her autonomy. And she just hated it. And she, we had a conversation. We talked, she's like, I don't like it when you do that. And I was like, well, you got to listen to me. Like I've, I've said it five times and you didn't listen. So eventually I had to step in and do something, you know? And so we came to that point and, and we haven't gotten to that point again. Like I don't pick her up like that anymore. Like she's old enough. She's five. She, she knows what she's doing. But there are times in which it's like, you know, I feel like I just have to yell to get through to her, which I know is not correct. I know that's not right. I'm not perfect, just like everybody else. Like, I've read all these books, and every single one of them say, look, I know that you're yelling a lot. It it doesn't help. It's a common mistake that parents make, and I'm like, I get it, and I do it. And so the problem with that, though, is that when it comes time for her to listen, to understand urgency, like when everything seems urgent, nothing is urgent. So when I was trying to express importance, like, immediately stop what you're doing freeze and maybe I should have used different words I just use stop instead of freeze you know like I should have done that but you know she's desensitized to that sense of urgency because she hears that in everything that she does like when she has to eat breakfast and we're yelling at her to eat breakfast she takes an hour and a half to eat every meal it's crazy and so there's just like just pushing and pushing her and pushing her and she's, I think she's just kind of become desensitized to it. And so this is my thing that I'm, I'm going to start working on is, is how to get her to comply without yelling so that when something important happens, a yell means exactly what it should mean, right? Like urgently stop. Holy crap. Like I need to listen to this. So that's that's kind of my lesson, I, I think, is, you know, understanding that we can fall into habits and that we can get, you know, our kids to respond by yelling, but and then we kind of lean on that too much. And then we lean on it so much that it desensitizes them to to the yelling so that when we're in a situation that is urgent and we need them to respond, they don't. So if you uh, find yourself yelling more than you should, you know, take a second reflect on it that's what i'm going to be doing and i'm going to try to figure out some ways to uh to get these girls to be awesome without without having to yell all the time thank you for listening folks don't forget to like subscribe and share this with all those girl dads you know I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.